What is going on, Amazon sellers, or hopefully soon to be Amazon sellers? I want to talk about on the best way to make money on Amazon in 2021 going forward. So I'm recording this a little early, and the reason why is because I am seeing what's going on right now in the Amazon space. Um, you know, COVID, as I've explained a little bit over the past couple of months, COVID has been a catalyst for Amazon selling. That before, you know, there's a few things that people were struggling with. There's a few things that people were doing really well with. And now that is showing very, very apparent. So what do I mean by all this? You know, before COVID was going on, um, I would say there's a group of Amazon sellers that were struggling to be able to have a successful business now. You know, there's a lot of Amazon sellers succeeding. Actually, the other day, I just posted this on my Facebook. Um, you could go to facebook.com and uh, search and bow crable. But I just had a student named Jorius who hit a million dollars, spent 14 months, you know, which is quite an extreme example. Um, you know, and he's been putting the work quite a bit, but it's still working for many people. Um, the other day I had somebody and a lady um, that was a student in ORM on the retail mastery. Um, she's been doing like 12,000 bucks a month in sales, Tammy. So selling on Amazon can still work, but if you're looking to have it as a side thing, um, as a hobby, as an additional income stream or your full-time thing that you want to end up doing, um, a lot of the things that worked a year ago, months ago, several years ago, may not be as effective today. So this podcast episode, I want to talk about building an Amazon marketing agency. Now you're like, whoa, wait a second, Bo. You know, you talk about how in online retail mastery and you know how you're buying low and selling high, you don't always need, you know, you don't need to be a genius with marketing. So why are you saying like, okay, now, you know, build a marketing agency or maybe wondering, okay, what is an Amazon marketing agency and why? And, you know, what is this all about? So as I've said from day one, since I started my YouTube channel, since I've been online, is you want to be focusing on selling products that are already selling. There's a 95% chance of products failing. You know, if you go into Google and you find statistics, it's usually around 90 to 95% of brands and products fail every single day. So the odds of you creating a brand or launching a product from scratch are very low. So that's why I figured out a the you know a really good model on Amazon is where I'm actually just buying uh, products from well-known name brands um, from distributors and wholesalers and buying a low selling higher because now I don't have to work, focus on the marketing. I'm now just making a markup and a margin, which is good. And it's still a model that I do very well with. Um, and it's where I've had a lot of testimonials come from. Uh, and putting that, you could say expanding it or putting on steroids or also the same concept is building an Amazon marketing agency where you are, instead of selling products that are already selling is you're working with and you're partnering up with brands that are already selling and that are established. And instead of having to fight with other sellers and compete against other sellers or put up tens of thousands of dollars of money with inventory, you're now focused on partnering with them, growing with them, helping them expand their business. And for it, you're getting a cut out of it all. Can you keep growing? So long story short, let me explain this to you and why this should be on your radar if you're looking to have Amazon be part of your income um, in 2020 going forward or 2021. So I'm actually be working on a book. So as soon it's probably going to come out um, in November, probably Cyber Monday, something like that. And this, I'm going to go over quite a few details with this. Um, but right now, if you want to learn about this, you can actually go to bowcrable.com 
uh, backslash start, or you can go to my website, bowcribble.com and you can, you know, read a couple of posts about uh, building Amazon marketing agency, but practice what you're doing. A good example is, um, you know, in my business model of, of Amazon, there's one business model of wholesale. And what some wholesale sellers do is they spend all their time trying to beg to suppliers or brands to be able to go buy from them at wholesale. So let's say just there's some random sellers like, hey, it just contacts like 30, 40 brands a day and say, please, can I please, please buy? And obviously they're not saying those exact words, but apparently that's what they're doing is they're begging to be able to go do business with a brand and they're not going to be the ones doing it. And I actually had a brand. Um, it was a granola brand that they were selling to uh, random sellers. So practically you could go to their website and it's like, hey, can we go buy some wholesale? And all you would need to do is tell them how much they wanted and you're done. And that's a model that people can do. But the issue with it is there's a couple issues from the brand aspect. So if I was if I was the owner, so right now I've bought a few brands on Amazon and I'm actually running this from first person is if I just let a random third party seller buy my stuff, I have no idea what they're going to do. You know, probably what's going to happen is they're probably going to sell at the price that it's selling for and they're not going to do anything to help expand the business. So, okay, I'm just kind of left there, right? So sometimes it might be better for me to sell myself. Sometimes it's not. Um, also, the issue that happens is when people wholesale out to other sellers, there's usually secondary markets that come about because somebody buys too much. You know, somebody's running low on cash. It just, it's how it is. If you, if you take a hundred people in a room, some, probably one of them, or at least a few of them are, you know, in some bit of financial stress. So that's going to happen to some businesses. Then, so they have to liquidate it. They then sell it off at a lower price and get their mark back and then it keeps going down, down, down. And that's how secondary markets happen. So now you're a brand owner, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm selling on my website for 30 bucks and on Amazon, it's like 15. This doesn't even make sense. I'm wholesaling out to people for 20. No, it doesn't make logical sense, but that's how you know the model works. So what I do instead, and I did this to the granola company, I was like, how about we do this? I'm not gonna buy from you at wholesale. I'm not gonna, you know, try to tell you that I need your business. I don't need your business. But for four thousand dollars a month for the next three months, I engage with you. We help grow your business on Amazon. We're gonna probably relaunch a few SKUs and we're gonna take a percentage of sales as well. So that's about being an Amazon marketing agency. So it's essentially where instead of trying to build your own brand, which is really risky, or instead of trying to beg to brands to be able to go buy from that wholesale to get some of the business, is you just partner with them. It's better on both ends. For the brand, it's better because they have one person focused on growing their business. Because Amazon is a, like a monster, you know, Amazon in a good way. It's a marketplace that not many people understand how to navigate. Um, you know, people are used to selling on their website. They're used to, okay, let's drive traffic. You know, there's a lot of ways to drive traffic. You can post on social media. You, you know, you can run advertisements. You can get radio ads. You can go on TV. You can go on Facebook ads, Google ads, all these things. But Amazon, you can run advertisements. And Amazon tries to really let you know, like, hey, you should spend money on ads because they make money from it because they're their own platform. However, that's not where most of the sales happen on Amazon. Most of the sales happen on Amazon from organic ranking. So let's say you're looking for a stuffed bunny. You type in stuffed bunny in Amazon. Actually, let's do it right now. I'll go in my computer. Let's type in amazon.com. Let's do stuffed bunny, right? So here I see the top, I get an ad from some random company. This is three pack of bunnies. 
And the thing on the top, they're pretty much paying for that ad. So if I clicked on their product, now they're getting charged. Uh, there is a Amazon's choice for that thing, uh, Stuff Bunny by Melissa and Doug, which is a big brand. There's a few other ones. So all these brands that are ranking organically that are not showing sponsored are just getting a bunch of free traffic every single day. And brands don't understand that. So that's what I focus on in my Amazon marketing agency is I focus I, you know, take on brands, I get them to pay me up front, either in some type of retainer that they're paying me monthly or percentage of sales, or do a setup fee and percentage of sales. So let's say, you know, I've had brands pay me anywhere from a thousand bucks to up to $50,000 in a setup fee. And then we go on percentage. And usually, you know, maybe wondering, okay, well, Bo, you know, when it just makes sense for you to go build your own brand, you know, I have a home decor brand, um, that I partner with, we're doing over $70,000 a month in sales. I'm practically getting a check every single month of over five grand. And I would never even imagine about getting into the home decor space. And here's the thing, you know, getting gross sales of a product brand can be very, very good because here's the thing. Let's say you're getting just 8% or let's say you're getting just 5%. Actually, the other day I had a student shout out to Bogdan. If you're listening to this, uh, he did a $6,000 setup fee plus 5% of gross sales. So let's say you're even doing 5% of gross sales and let's say the brand is selling their product for, let's do $20. So on Amazon, if you're in the clothing category, you're going to get hit with a 17% fee. If you're in the personal computer category, you're going to hit with a 6% fee, but it's usually around 15%. So let's say a brand is selling for $20. Amazon doesn't matter. They're taking their cut. So now you're left with $17 before anything, before caught up product costs before other miscellaneous fees shipping. Um, Amazon will probably ship it out for $3 and 50 cents. No, plus they're going to take a smaller fee for like handling it. So it's say four bucks. So now you're left with 13. Um, then there's a product cost. Let's say their product cost is $6 on a $20 item. That's definitely reasonable. Now they're left with $7. Okay. So brand they're selling for 20, they profit seven before paying your cut and you're getting, let's say 5% of gross sales, 0 0.05 times 20. This is a, this is a very like low example. So that would be a dollar, right? Let's double check that 5% times 20 dollars. So now you're getting a dollar profit. So, you know, if you think about that, a dollar divided by seven, that's actually close to 15% of net profits. So 5% gross is 15% profit cut almost. And I'm not even including advertisement costs there. There's other expenses going on. You know, they're paying for employees, all these things. So for me, would I rather put no, actually, here's the thing, because usually if you get profits or a cut of a business, you have to put an upfront investment. Um, so here I'm not putting any upfront investment. I'm actually getting paid to engage with them. I put in some work or I, you know, outsourced as well. And now I'm getting a gross sale, which usually, you know, in this, what I just did, 5% is about 15. Um, Mo the lowest that I have, well, I have some pretty interesting, interesting brands that I have an NDA with. I can't explain, but probably around the average is like 7% that I'm doing. So 7% in that case is actually a little higher. It's going to be closer to, you know, 18, 20%. So would I rather get 20% of a brand and be able to do multiple, multiple of them, one, two, and so many different categories than start all the other ones? I mean, yes, the thing is because the importance with this, the reason why it works it's because the only thing, the ideal client that I want to work with, the ideal brand I want to work with is going to be a brand that the one thing that they've done well 
they found product market fit, meaning they found their product, people like it and it works and people are going to be liking it in a long time from now because the issue that most private label sellers um, do, actually I was, I was interviewed by private label seller the other day, um, Smear Bax, shout out to him, uh, you can see the interview on YouTube, but he's talking about he's just getting so annoyed in the private label space because, you know, so many sellers are just selling a bunch of junk. You know, they're just buying the same thing from Alibaba and they're, you know, maybe they're making the colors different, maybe they're making the graphics different, the title different, but it's nothing really too much different from what they're doing. And the thing that you can't play around with because people try to play with Amazon algorithm, people try to like have their own secret sauce, all the things, you know, I know people actually the other day I had a buddy of mine. Um, he's got a massive uh, business on Amazon. He's uh, looking to actually sell next year for, you know, eight figures for his business. Um, but he actually brought on like two extreme geniuses, like extreme, like you would say wizards pretty much of Amazon, things like that. Um, and these guys did a partnership and they worked with him and the product went down because of their secret guru stuff. So the thing is you could have the secret sauce, you can have all the skills, but if it's not a good product, which is not easy to make a good product, like for to get the masses or at least in the product category to like your product over and over and over again, is a very challenging thing to do. So, you know, I've had, I'm now getting like more private label sellers to watch um, some of my YouTube videos and podcasts. And if you're, you know, private label seller, go share this with some of your friends. This could be amazing opportunity for many, any Amazon sellers to do. The thing that they're forgetting is you can try to build a business on Amazon. You can try to private label, but product quality is a huge difference. And sometimes it can take years to, and most, a lot of brands get lucky. I'm being very honest. So anyway, with the combination of brands having solid products, you focusing on growing their Amazon business, which if you don't know how to do that yet, uh, go to bowcrable.com. So you could say this podcast is sponsored by myself. Um, you can go to bowcrable.com and learn about it. So just go to my website and look at the little section about building an Amazon marketing agency is that now I can focus on that and get a percentage of sales. And sometimes I can even get equity and now I can do it for one brand, another one, five, 10, as many as you want. Now, sometimes you don't need to do as many as you want, or, you know, if you, if you're someone that just wants to get one of them getting a cut from it, cause here's the thing, I have brands that are paying me some tens of thousands of dollars a month, you know, some a few hundred bucks because, you know, they're a very small category. They have like one product and, but the time first risk is a, like massively beneficial. Like if you're looking to start an Amazon business, you know, think about the amount of hours and time you're going to need to invest into building a solid Amazon business and then think, okay, I'm going to spend hundred hours or think of your first hundred hours. Take that. Let's say you're taking your first hundred hours and you're like, you know what? I'm going to devote it to business. Either it's going to be building a Shopify store, you know, building a restaurant or whatever it may be. There's very few businesses that I can think that within your first hundred hours, you will make a profit. With this agency, you know, I had one of my students, um, Bogdan. I mean, he may have put in a hundred hours. I definitely probably closer to 50 and boom, six grand profit plus getting percentage of sales. That's his first deal. He made a couple other deals that were, you know, less and things like that. But this is his first like real deal. So, and there's not any expenses except your time. So if you're looking to build a business, think of your first hundred hours. That's what you should be thinking about. And like, what's the most effective? Because maybe it may be smart for you to go build a business later on, but are you going to be really, you know, not so happy after your first hundred hours when all you have 
is $4,000 down the drain from buying inventory and you're not getting anything. Or maybe you spend the first hundred hours, you find a few thousand bucks to make a deal with. Um, and that's just putting into inventory. Then you make a few percentage off that scenario. It's like, okay, it's six months down the road. I put in a few hundred hours and there's not much to show for it. Now with an agency, you can profit day one. So if you want to learn about it, um, head to bowcravel.com and I'll teach you everything you need to know about that. I actually just came out with a course all about it. So definitely if you're looking to do anything in the Amazon space, this is something you should put on your radar. So make sure to share this episode, um, rate it if you want to with any of your friends or family that are looking to get into Amazon. I'm always doing my best to be able to provide everyone with the right things in the Amazon space. You know, the 2020 was pretty interesting. A lot of scams happened in the Amazon space. I've been calling them out since 2019 and some of them actually went down. Um, so anyway, if you're not yet following me, make sure to go to youtube.com backslash Bo Crable to stay up to date and also subscribe to this podcast as well. So see you soon and keep on rocking it.